welcome. Hey there. To yeah, pointing at you. The average enthusiast. Wait, uh, no, oh. we're gonna do word by word. All right. Welcome to the average enthusiast with Kenny and Brandon. Well, that's debatable. Yeah, today we loved talking about Nintendo last time. Loved it. We actually had a lot that we had to cut. Keep it a little short. Just a little short for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so today what we'd like to do is we'd like to talk about our favorite video games. Yes, definitely. Everybody yeah. likes that stuff. We, we got a lot of good feedback on that Nintendo episode. So We did. We, we just want to you know give back to our community. Did you put my apology in it? I can't remember. Yes. Okay, good. I wanted to make sure that got out because people were mad at me. Other people do have Switches, Kenny. I know. I know. Um, when we finally do, when uh, Mario, we talked about, when Mario Odyssey comes out at the end of this month, we'll do a podcast on it. Um, my brother would love to participate in that. Oh, that'd be but great. He has a Switch. I know for a fact he's going to get that for game. So uh, my brother, John, um, will p- uh, potentially be with us then at the end of the month, which that'd would be, be really great. cool. Um, 27th, right, is Odyssey? Uh, yeah, there are a lot of games coming out this month. I know. Month. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, tell, tell me about uh, the most recent game that you've been playing. Mine's been Pokken. Pokken? I think I mentioned last time. Um, I'm actually playing yeah, the campaign part of it now, I guess if you can call it a campaign. There is a little storyline. You said there's a lot of dialogue. Which there is a setting. After you get through the initial stuff, there is a setting to turn that off. It's your advisor settings. Yeah. Uh, so I turned that to off. She got very annoying. So That's interesting. The, there were some helpful tints, hints, like tints, tints, little blue, <laughs> little, little blue, orange, little blue, little, little orange. Tints still actually, the so game. speaking of changing colors and stuff, you can actually change her outfit, which I thought was really weird. There are people that go nuts for that, though. Like I know they character love that stuff. creation. Yeah, there's your avatar. You can fully customize in that game, and like you get like money after you beat um, different opponents and stuff. So you can go and like customize like what your piece, your you know character has their hair. Um, you can have them wear a scarf. They can have like different backgrounds. A lot of those Japanese games, so you can customize. You can put something on their head, and it's usually like cat ears. The internet loves cats. The internet loves mm-hmm. cats. So, well, I think most of my the reason I would bring it up is that most of my games that I like that are my favorite actually are Japanese games. Love Nintendo. Um, the game that I'm playing right now is actually The Witcher Three. Have you heard of that? I've heard of it. I haven't played any of them, though. So if you ever heard of, like, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, any of those mm-hmm. uh, third-person action RPGs, I never thought I would say this because I still think I'm a young man as video games are coming out. Those games are so hard. The RPG in them is so intricate that it is so hard for me to get into and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But I, The Witcher 3 came out, I think, in 2015, and it was, like, the number one game at the time. Uh, and I got it at the game store, and Ruth, uh, Ruth that works there, she said she loves it. Everybody plays it. Um, and it got a lot of great reviews, like some of the best reviews that year. So I thought, all right, I'll try it out. And it was so hard <laughs> that I asked them, I'm like, I'm never going to, like, I'm an adult. I don't have time to learn this stuff. And I never thought I would say that, but I did. And I thought I would give it a try again because it got such good reviews, and I love it. It's so good. Great story. It is mature. Um, there are some mature elements in it, so you know it's definitely not for kids. Um, great, it's a great game. Great gameplay. I like those role playing ones. Yeah, you are you are very much an RPG person. Only fantasy. I just like did fantasy. You, when I was you, a little kid, I wanted to be a little knight. Like that's what I wanted to grow up and be was a knight, and I just love that stuff. Did you like Final Fantasy and stuff? Not turn based RPGs. No, not the turn based. Okay. Turn based like those. No, 
I uh, never got into Final Fantasy, and I get a lot of crap for it, but I just never cared I, for it. You know what? I I enjoy them. I actually really do. I liked uh, Final Fantasy VII was good. Um, I played a game called Bravely Default, which is based on Final Fantasy. It has I've never even heard of that one. For the 3DS, that was really good. Um, my thing with them is that they're so long, and yes, you level up and get more powerful, and that feels good as a player, but it can still get repetitious. You know, I think somebody called it the uh, the gaming sine wave. If you know what a sine wave is, it's if you have a flat line on a board, picture an actual like wave going above the line and then flowing below it and above it. Um, that's essentially your player level where once you start to feel really powerful, like you're above the average line and your character's leveling up, all of a sudden the enemies get harder and then you get below the average line. <laughs> and then you have to grind and level up again. It's that's the type of gameplay is you're like you're kind you're kind of on this roller coaster that doesn't even that just keeps going up and down. So the leveling up feels good, but then when the enemies get tougher, then it's like, why did I even bother leveling up? I don't feel powerful anymore. And then you grind and you level up again. That in turn based RPGs turns me off. That gets repetitive. Not the game and not the gameplay. That I just want to continuously feel powerful. I think that's a hard thing to do. That's a that's a very delicate balance in games, and I think it's it takes a really good game maker to to get that right. Because you look at like well, name one that did get it right. Because you play Pokemon. Pokemon's uh, essentially the same thing. It's got that same RPG sine wave. It does. Um, yeah, because you think about it, and the nice thing about Pokemon is like they have game mechanics that basically keep you from abusing the system. And by that, I mean they have like types and their weaknesses they have yeah. and what starter pokemon you pick and things like that so there's a lot of mechanics to like make it consistently difficult throughout so that it's a good play experience but at the same time once you hit a certain point like i always think like when you get to like the uh, uh indigo league or, or whatever in those games mm-hmm. a lot of times you've kind of picked your favorite like three pokemon that yeah. you've more or less just trained and maxed out to where Types and stuff a lot of times just don't matter, and you just kind of spam your way through. Mm-hmm. Not that you can always do that, but I think that's one of those games where after you hit a certain point and you've gotten so good that it becomes too easy. I think you need to tweak those games a little bit because, like, I know when I play Pokemon and I get to that point in the game, yeah. it just it starts to not be fun anymore. Yeah, you got that little sine wave. That's when it gets repetitive. You know, I think of other games like you know we've talked about Breath of the Wild a couple times now, but. Even though I've made it through the the core storyline of the game, you know, of course, there's still quests and things like that. I've more or less, quote unquote, maxed out Link in the game. It's still a good level of difficulty. Like you run into a Lionel. It's still yeah. a pretty good fight. Because even uh, if you have all of the hearts, like you've got your health maxed out and all that, the gameplay is still tricky enough where I think the fights in and of themselves in Breath of the Wild are puzzles. Because Zelda is... In essence, Zelda is an adventure puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Very much so. So figuring out all the enemies, like their patterns and everything like that, um, that's a puzzle in itself. Like Lionels, when I see them now, like I actually, before, now I know where all of them are, so I, I can figure it out. Mm-hmm. I played it that long. But before, when I started to get powerful enough to actually like face one, when I saw one, I like got excited. You know what I mean? Like they're tough to beat. They're a genuine challenge. I like the idea of if if there's a player sine wave that I mentioned, um, I don't want my character's level to dictate the sine wave. I want my ability as the player to dictate the sine wave. 
That's a good point. I, I like that in in Breath of the Wild as the example that there is not a level, right? You don't level up Link. You do get have, more powerful. You do get more powerful because you get more hearts and you get more stamina. And then, of course, better weapons and things like that. But inherently, yeah. you don't change your level. It's not like his agility gets better or like anything like that. Everything is like you can get a buff. You could yeah. um, you know, wear certain clothing that gives you a little bit of an advantage. But for the most part, mm-hmm. you don't level. So what's nice is that it yeah. really is based on your skill as a player not and like oh I've played long enough to where I'm level thirty now or anything like that. You know, you take the classic Zeldas. Uh, I'm going to take o- Ocarina of Time for example because that actually is my all-time favorite game. One of the things that was cool about the previous Zeldas was that every time you got a piece of heart and you finally got four or five, depending on which game you had. The classic is four; you get four pieces. You finally got those four, and you got that full heart. And I see that extra heart on that screen. You know, I went from having seven to eight now. I felt like I leveled up, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel like the the game gave me a level up because I did the same thing over and over again. It feels like I learned it. I earned that because of what I did as the player, not because I grinded with my character. You know, that doesn't feel like you're earning anything if you stay in one area and grind. That's one of the things that stinks about those RPGs. But in Zelda, technically you are leveling up every time you get a heart yeah. or a stamina wedge in Breath of the right. Wild, you know. Yeah, actually, so that's a good point when you when you talk about grinding. So thinking of games like uh, World of Warcraft and, like, a lot of times, like, the players that were highest level were the players that had the most time on their hands to just go and kill a bunch of, you know, enemies or whatever so that they could, you know, level up that way. It wasn't even necessarily the skill of the player. Like, I remember mm-hmm. when I played, I, I always felt a, disadva- a disadvantage because... I didn't always have the time to just sit there and grind. One, it's boring. Two, I have better ways to spend my time than sitting there and doing repetitive tasks mm-hmm. to, you know, pick up X number of items for the quest that lets you run every day or things like that. So, like, I always felt it at a disadvantage because there were a lot of players that did do that. So you have these level 70s, and here I am still, like, down at level 30, mm-hmm. and it's because I don't have time to grind. My overall skill as a player is, like, you know, I had good hotkey combinations to where, like, you know, I could, you know, blast out my spells in good order. You had some like hotkeys. I had some hotkeys. So, <laughs> I like getting in the mic like that because <laughs> it's creepy. So, you know, games like that really promote grinding. And I'm not a huge fan of that, which which is kind of sad because World of Warcraft is a really good game. It's actually, from what I hear, you're not the only person that struggles with that with that game. From what I hear, it's different now. Like, it's not as much like... I haven't played in years, so I don't know. From what I hear, like, the... Vanilla Warcraft that you originally played with, that's like non-existent. Like if you play World of Warcraft now, it's a completely different game. Everybody says. I've always, I've always tempted with jumping back on. Because what is it? That was two thousand. It's literally been thirteen years since that game came out. It was Burning Crusade was the expansion that I joined in. I I don't play World of Warcraft. I'm sorry. I know. And I stopped playing at uh, Wrath of the what Lich King or whatever. That's when I stopped. The like. King. Is it like or lich? The lick. The lick. The lick. Well, we all know a ch makes a ch sound, so no, that doesn't it work. Could it's be a lich king. Uh, from what I've heard, they're pronounced lich. Probably like like. It's probably like 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 like. Do you like like that like, or do you just like him? I just like him. Would you look at that? <laughs> Would you look at that? No. So, okay. Question: uh, Can you name? And I'll go first while you're thinking about it. 
because I already have them in my head. Can you name your top three games of all time? Any platform, anything, top three games. I've already mentioned my first one, Ocarina of Time. When I was a little kid, uh, I could not play that game because not my parents, but I had three older brothers, and they all played games, and sometimes we played games together. You had to be, I think, eight years old to play that game. And uh, what? What do you mean you had to be eight years old? You had to be eight years old. That's what the little thing said. Oh, you mean it said like E8 on it? Yeah, like, my brothers took that seriously. I think they were just being mean to me now that I'm older. They were just older. being mean to you. Uh, they were mean to me a lot. Uh, but you had to be eight years old, so my brothers wouldn't let me play, but I would watch them play. And I lo- I mean, I like I said, I love knights, swords, like adventure, fantasy, stuff like that, Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. I'm a huge fan. Um, now because I couldn't play, what I could do was read and my brothers had a strategy guide for the game. So I would read the strategy guide for my brothers as they played, um, to help them through it. And cause so you were, were the navigator. I was the navigator. Yes. So here's the cool thing though. I mean, I was turning eight in like three months. So I think they're just being jerks because of that. Um, they didn't let me play. I read the strategy guide to them. I helped my one brother beat the game completely. By the time I could actually play the game, I was a pro. And like all my friends, because the game was still really new for like that one year, all my friends played the game. And if they had questions, they knew to either call me or <laughs> ask me in school. And I knew off the top of my head everything. I knew every dungeon layout. Uh, I knew where every item was, things like that. There was the Bigoron Sword quest. Do you remember that? Did you ever play it? I didn't play the whole game, so I, I don't know. Well, that's hurtful. Uh, there's a sword quest for the best sword in the game, the Bigoron sword, and I memorized that. And most people, most of my friends at that time, like they had no idea how to get it. The internet was still kind of new, so it wasn't quite up there yet. You had to really search. Google wasn't available to search. So you were the Nintendo hotline. I was the Nintendo. I should have charged. They, Nintendo had a hotline back in the day. Like if you were subscribed to the Power Magazine. There was a number you could call. My, it was your home number. My strategy bring all the boys to the yard. <laughs> I could teach them, but I'd have to charge. Uh, <laughs> um, second favorite game is, because of that, it became my favorite. It gave me a lot of attention, and I love attention. Uh, second favorite game has to be Oblivion, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. And you have played that. I know a lot of people, they go between Morrowind and Oblivion. I, I like never, Morrowind a lot. I never got into the Morrowind one. Um, only because I like acting, and there was no voice acting in Morrowind, but there was an Oblivion. Oh, there wasn't, was there? No. Nope. It was all just text. And a lot of people prefer the text, and because of I that, like they it, prefer the Morrowind. because you can blast through it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I played Oblivion a lot. Uh, you know, I'm in a small story with that. Essentially, kind of a similar thing with uh, Zelda, but it wasn't an age thing. It was a matter of all my brothers played it, and just like The Witcher, like I mentioned earlier, I didn't understand it. It was like so complex, I didn't get it. So for the first two times I played, it was just I would go out with a sword. I'd be like, ah! I just run everywhere and play with my brother's character. And then I one day I understood it. I understood the you know the intricacies of the board and all that. Um, I loved it. Great game. Play. I'd play it today. I'd play it right now. It's so good. Um, last favorite game is a tough one because I do have a lot, but the one game that I keep going back to over and over again is red dead redemption the rock star the rock star game i'm super super excited for the second one but i love the characters in it 
I love the gameplay. I'm not the best shooter in like first person or third person shooters. So the fact you could slow down time, things like that, it was perfect. So <laughs> good. Um, that surprised me. I wouldn't. I didn't think you'd uh, pick something like that. I would say it's a tie between that one and Borderlands Two. That's a good one too. But if I if I see myself as of right now, I have Borderlands Two for the PlayStation Four. I got rid of my Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty and all the games, which Borderlands Two and Red Dead was on that. If I had both of those games right now, I would play Red Dead over Borderlands. So in my mind, that kind of puts it up above it. But those are definitely my top three. What about you? So I guess it's really hard to pick a top three because there's so many different types of games. And like a lot of it would come down to like, what do I feel like playing? And it kind of slowly makes it my time period. So I'm thinking about like if I only had three games I could ever play again. What my, would they be? My thinking was looking back in my head, what was the most enjoyable experience the first time I played it? Zelda was the most enjoyable, uh, Oblivion was the second most, and then Red Dead was the third most enjoyable. That was my thinking behind it. There are a lot of different ways you could categorize it. Yeah, whatever I think makes I would go on playability as how I would categorize those. Because I wouldn't necessarily play Ocarina of Time like all the time. Mm. I really enjoyed it, and I have played it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's still valid. It's just interesting because there's a lot of different ways you can think about favorite. Yeah. So I guess for me, um, my all-time favorite game Ooh, do ever. you want to go 3-2-1? Do you want to go, like, your third favorite, second, and third? Build up. Build up. Build up to it. Yeah, dude, know. build up. Build up. I gave you all that time to think about it. I don't think you were listening to me. I w- no, I was listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually, like, really thinking about it. Well, because, like, my third game was kind of hard. I was, like going back and forth between a couple yeah i was too it's it's tricky there's probably a good four games that i could pick for my third but i knew my first two right away okay yeah i'll, I'll go backwards let's do three go two, backwards yeah so it? i'll say third is pokemon heart gold not gold not gold gold was great heart gold the reason i liked heart gold so much was because i loved the gold game but it was great getting the new graphics on the that was on the DS. It looked. It was deep in the DS era too, so it right. looked real good. Uh, I think it was executed really well, and it was nice seeing that modern engine playing the old game. So it was really cool seeing that refresh, and it was really awesome because, like, with the newer games, you get all the previous Pokemon. Yeah. Like even if like Diamond they didn't exist Pearl, in there, so you could pull all those over. Ruby and Sapphire. Now yeah. you're probably gonna throw some shade at me for this, but hold on, let me grab my shade. <sighs> That's not. That's. I have no, shade that's ready. That's a tambourine. That's shade. To so me. fine, shade. I am one of those people that I like to play a game through one time, and then after I beat it, at least to a sufficient level, I restart the game. I'm holding my shade, and then I get a game shark, and I just cheat out of it like big time. I want to say so many nasty shade being thrown. No, ah, shade. ah that shade is thrown. You drop the shade. I got hit with shade. So that's no, terrible. I know it's terrible, and a lot of people give crap for that. But I mean, so I will say, play. I play it properly the first time through. It's your game, but no I like shit. to. It's actually action replay on DS. But you showed me that it is tell really me, cool. Because tell the audience about that. You can do stuff that like isn't totally legit, and there's actually some really cool stuff like that you just never get the opportunity to. So I'll give you a couple examples. Did so, I see that at Walmart? Yeah, they got action replay there. So it's really cool because you get all the Pokemon, right? So you can pick all of your favorites and make sure you get them. So that's great. And then, of course, you got to turn the shiny code on. So every one you get a shiny. Because um, how often do you really see that? <laughs> I didn't know you were this big of a Pokemon. Oh, I'm a huge nerd. So 
Um, so that's that's the bare bones basic. The next things is items, right? So all the rare candies, carbos, all that other stuff. So I max out all my items. Um, candies, carbos, rice aronis, rice you know, all the good stuff. <laughs> so then uh, you know, I just max out my my ideal set. Uh, and I have fun with it. Like I don't just max it out and like ho 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 achievement. No, I do it to like have like a fun playing style. So what I do is um the computer system in HeartGold is really good, like where you store your Pokemon. So what I do is I make really fun play sets on like this team is really good to go through the Elite Four and stuff like that. And then I'll go through and like I won't like go crazy powerful, like have level 100s, right? I'll do about even level. Going back to what we were talking about with it shouldn't matter the level. It should matter my skill as a player. Mm-hmm. So I don't always win even when I'm like game sharking it. Um, stuff like that. But the one cool thing that I think almost anyone can agree on is worth it. Um, we don't live in an area where you get to go to the Nintendo events, right? So, you know, like you can go to those Nintendo events at like Toys R Us like or like, or something like right, that. Right, to get special Pokemon. Uh, or Celebi, I think it was Heart Gold time. had like three different um, like uh, side quests you could do that you could only get by unlocking at one of those events. Mm-hmm. So it's nice because the Game Shark lets you do that, like to get the spiky-eared Pichu, to do um, – there's a side quest with uh, your rival um, yeah. where you actually learn that your rival is like Giovanni's son or something like that. That storyline isn't even there. Gary? Gary? Gary Giovanni? Gary Giovanni. Yeah. Is Giovanni his last name? No, I thought it was his first name. No. So it's... Anyway, so yeah, I, I do abuse the game system a little bit there. Yeah, so that's number three for me is Pokemon Heart Gold. Um, honestly, anything out of the Pokemon game could easily fit in that category. You know, when I played Oblivion, first time I played it all the way through, the second time I found out there was a cheat you could do at the beginning of the game to give you as much gold as you want. But or it Oblivion takes time. Is? Yes. Oh, okay. There's like this guy you could, uh, there's this guy you could steal from and you can keep going in if you had a particular item and you constantly be filled with gold. Yeah. And I know Marlon had that. Since I found that out. I never once played a game without doing that first. See, it, so I'm with you. Okay, I get it. I understand I you're it. breaking the rules of the normal gameplay mechanics and things like that. I, I agree. But at I least think the it first adds a new time. twist. At least the first time you yes, got to run you through. You always play it properly. You got to do the vanilla. First time. So that's three. Number then you two, can do chocolate after that. <laughs> so number two for me is, again, another franchise of games. So I'm just going to pick what I think my favorite is, and that's Halo Reach. Um, I love almost all the Halo games, although I never did play ODST, so I, I can't really speak to that one. It was different. Um, I liked Reach um, for a lot of reasons. I think they changed some stuff in the gameplay that was really nice. Um, some of the, um, I don't even remember what they call them, not power-ups, those special items you could use in play. You're talking about special items? The special items, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, where you could, like, build the health shield or, you know, items you would throw down to, like, help your team and things like that. Oh, yeah. I can't remember uh, what they like were called. Like, there was the dome shield. Yeah, stuff like that. It was Reach that introduced that? Reach, I'm pretty sure, was the Yeah, I think it was ODST that introduced it, but well, it Reach wasn't really it. in it, but Reach had it. So it was really well done. Um, I thought... And I thought the multiplayer was really good, too. Like, Reach. all the games and stuff that, that they they had on Xbox Live, I thought was really well done. You know what I'm thinking? I was thinking that Reach used Halo 3's multiplayer, but that's not true. ODST, the multiplayer was the same as Halo 3, but with all the maps and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Reach had their own multiplayer. I remember that. Yeah, Reach was really good. Um, Halo 4 was really good, too. That's the last Halo I really played. Um, We were friends when Halo 4 came out. We we were friends with Reach. You and I played Reach first. And then Halo 4 came out. I, I think we played, played it like twice. I had really slow broadband. 
because you that's back when like um like we would actually like talk over xbox live and stuff um i miss those days we always played uh the gravity hammer one what was that called oh a gravity ball gravity ball that was a lot of fun oh man that was good good times there so yeah halo reach is one of those games i could play over and over i love that game i always thought because of gravity ball you had the energy sword is that what it's called you could do that one. You could also and then the do gravity the, um, hammer. Was there another? There was, was just brute, the two melee was there weapons. A brute weapon? There's just the two melee weapons. Was that it was just it. the two? Okay. I always thought it'd be interesting to throw in because the hammer will beat the sword every time. Mm-hmm. I always thought it'd be interesting to throw a rock paper scissors thing in, like hammer beats sword. Yeah, you know something that balances. Uh, it out. Axe beats hammer, sword beats really axe. Cool. I think Halo Four introduced a new melee weapon. I can't remember what it was. I'll be cool. Yep. I am so excited. For your number one. Here, hold on. I'm going to move this. Gosh. There's build up. There's build up. I, you know what? The number one choice for Brandon Martinez is Super Mario World. Bye, guys. No, we won't do that. <laughs> no. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to be a podcast. Why Super Mario World? Did you actually get it with the SNES when it first came out? Yes. So the reason that's probably my number one game. It, it's it's funny because like it has no multiplayer at least in the sense that we think of today. You could play with two people, but it was you take turns, so it's not really multiplayer. It's basically like handing the controller over every time you're done with the level. Yeah, it's just the playability factor on it is really good, and I just love like wiping out my save slots and just going for ninety six star every time. It, it's just such a good game. And yeah. It's one that like. If you want to play it all the way through, it's still challenging. Like mm-hmm. it was done so well that just because I memorize almost every single map where every single thing is, mm-hmm. I can't just burn through it and beat the game. Like it is still the challenge for me. And I have those maps like memorized. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say Joy gets mad at me because I will play it. And then as soon as I get access to that cape, I will just fly through the levels. Literally fly through the levels. Why? Because I'm very good at flying. Because um, yeah. I want to get to like the more fun ones. Like there's and some that are just annoying. Mario's very good at flying. You're decent as it as a Brandon. <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> you're my partner, man. We chose each other for this podcast. You have to laugh at my jokes. <laughs> okay, terrible. So no, uh, Super Mario World is I, I'd say probably my top favorite game, and I do have a Super Nintendo, so I can still play it. I was going to ask uh, you if your Super is Nintendo is your favorite console. Because that's the only one you still have besides your I still Switch. have a 64. Where? It's in the basement. Why don't we play it? We could. I don't have that many games for it. I have, I have Super Mario 64, which is, is a decent replayable game. Mm. Um, Doesn't actually hold up that well. No. And you know what's weird is that generation of graphics is off-putting right now. Because they were, they were really cool at the time. But yeah. it's just, to me, like... Unlike Super Mario World, where it's 8-bit and it does it super well. It's a really yeah. good 8-bit game. That's where we were starting to get good with 3D and like be able to make 3D games with the yeah. 64 era. It was just, you could tell it was a transition period. Because then we roll over to like GameCube and things got a lot better. And now here we are sitting in today's world where, like, man, yeah. there's some 3D you can't... Like, sometimes you have the question if it's... Actually, well, computer generated. I'm thinking because think about it this way: pixelation is in right mm-hmm. now. Yep. There are a lot of great pixelated games. I'm playing Golf Story on the Switch right now, which is pixelated, mm-hmm. like done really well. I love the way they Stardew did it. Stardew Valley or whatever. Stardew Valley is going to be 
Did it just it's, come out already? It's out, I think. I'll probably get it, but that one's pixelated too. Like that's in. So that game, like the the Super Nintendo and all that, specifically that era is in right now for this generation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure at some point in time that Nintendo 64 era is going to be back in. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to have lastability when it comes back in, only Not because it the game should either be pixelated or it should be really well graphic. Mm-hmm. A or B. The C would probably be a thing at some point, I think, but. You know. you know, you know what game on the sixty four, and I don't have this game. I I always rented it when we played it. Um, really shows just how like kind of bad the three D was. Smash Brothers. You play what? Smash Brothers on N sixty four. It's what? really off putting. You don't like a Donkey Kong that looks like he's from Minecraft. It's really bad. What are you I always think of Mario because he Mario had like a uh, tetrahedron for a nose. <laughs> it looked like just like a cube that was like rotated oddly. It's just, and then like you, you add like the that? fighting aspect, and you have all these polygons just slamming against each other. Well, they had to make them quick too. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. It's just wow. Yeah, well, the thing is, I bet they probably wanted to make it better, but the sixty-four could only handle so many polygons at once. Which is funny because if you recall, was it Banjo Kazooie? I think had the expansion pack that you had to put in to play the game banjo kazooie and donkey kong pretty much the rare games because they needed more ram or something if i remember right yes. and that expansion pack gave it to give it like 12 more megabytes yeah so yeah that's crazy to think about now yeah. um, oh 12 megabytes of ram whoa, whoa. <laughs> so yeah it's just crazy i remember an episode of rocket power you ever watched that show i remember that. where the nerd guy and the nerd kid in the show he was bragging about his computer he's like man i got a whole 500 megabytes of storage and 12 megabytes of ram <laughs> We're going to have to have a 90s episode and talk about all those shows. <laughs> all the 90s oh, stuff. Oh, man, that was good stuff. So, so yeah, top three games. Um, I think that it's it's just interesting. And I think if you ask me in like a year, I'll probably give you a different top three. Yeah. But, no, it's it's cool. So, I guess uh, let's end with a question of the week. What's your top three games? And don't you dare skip this. If you like us on Facebook, you post. Cool. Thanks, guys. Look forward to hearing your posts on Facebook, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. That was a podcast. You chose to listen to who? Do you think you make good choices? Whether you dare her, you have Brandon and Kendall. Talk about things that are cool. We're feeling enthusiastic that you can be average too. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> so dumb, Brandon. <laughs>